welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Campbell. Campbell! Nelson, I hope you will allow me to get a bit political right off the bat, if you don't mind. <laughs> oh my well, God. you know what? It's not even political. It's just I'm going to get a bit sad right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. If we're starting a podcast. A happy energy. Like, like we want people to listen. We want people to have a good time. But yep. I, I want the listeners to know that we are recording this separately again in lockdown. Yeah. And I know people are going to say, but you were in lockdown last week as well. I just want to know, it's a, different, that. It's a different lockdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, The yeah. lockdown <laughs> we were in last week and this lockdown, they're two separate mm-hmm. lockdowns. We two had, different lockdowns. We had a sliver of freedom in the middle there and we, yeah. we got too arrogant and we didn't record a podcast in that time. And now we're I back know. in lockdown. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> um, that my, one was, it it was, was funny a real, because... It was, it, was a, it was a real one-two punch of lockdown, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> it really was. You're free. Yeah. Oh, I, wait, no, stop. No, lockdown. The funny thing was I actually stopped checking the COVID numbers. Yeah. Because I was like, because we got to like zero new cases, right? Yeah. Mm. And so I was like, ah, we're fine from now on. <laughs> I, I won't have to worry about it. And then literally somebody was like, oh, I might have to go into lockdown again tonight. I'm like, what? What, <laughs> what happened? Yeah. I turned away for one second. Honestly, like, um, uh, our New South Wales listeners can attest that they've been going through quite an extended lockdown. But this one, uh, for us Melburnians, it literally happened within hours. Yeah. It was like, oh, I heard there's a case. We might go into lockdown. And within like four hours, they're like, full lockdown, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny. My uh, girlfriend and I were talking about how we've kind of experienced different lockdowns over, you know, the course of... Because this is like now our sixth, no, Number six, yeah. 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 And so we were saying how... Like at the start, so so what we did in the, this last lockdown, they were like, okay, at eight o'clock tonight, mm. lockdown starts again, you know? Um, and we were like, oh, let's quickly go to a restaurant for dinner yeah. because <laughs> we won't be able to get out of the house or do anything. Mm. And so we were saying that our attitudes towards lockdown have changed so much. Like lockdown one, you know, when they started it, uh, she said she would have been the one to make this comment. And I'm pretty sure I did make the comment that was like, look, if they're saying lockdown starts tonight, really you should lock down as soon as you can. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> and not at that time because, you know, there's a time for, you know, for people to get their affairs in order is kind of why they give you that time limit. But really you shouldn't go to that point. But now we're like, nope, let's get one in. Yeah, like, yeah. we're, we're going to go across the road. Like, it wasn't, we weren't going too far necessarily. Yeah. But uh, you're right. The, the yeah. attitude has become from between lockdown one and lockdown six. Lockdown six, the attitude very much was, what can I quickly do now? Before, yeah. <laughs> before lockdown, what can I get under my belt before we lock down? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And also, what will be something fun and whimsical I can do in lockdown? Mm. I think was also kind of part of that. You know, like oh, oh, this is going to be a bit fun. See what activities maybe I could get up to. Now I'm like, Ugh, I know I'm just going to end up watching TV all day. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's. I, I've gone through the phase of fooling myself that I'll do something productive mm-hmm. and it's just... Yep. It's yep. just... Uh, First no. lockdown, I ordered myself a 3D puzzle. It was a 3D puzzle and you put it together <laughs> and it created a projector and you put a strip of film and you wind the projector and it projects a little film. That was my 3D oh, puzzle I made. This cool. lockdown, I slept most of Sunday. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so apologies starting off with, with a bit of a sad note, but I just wanted to uh, to let our listeners know that we are still apart, even though we yearn yeah. to be together, Nelson. That's right. We we do always. Uh, all right, let's get into it, Cambo. This first one this is in the subreddit Crazy Ideas. It was by a fun gal mirror. Uh, no, no, a fungal mirror. Oh. Got it. <laughs> I would really appreciate if people capitalize the, the start, words, yeah, the start of the, the, the words, starting yeah. letter of the different words. It, that that happened with um. Uh, Susan Boyle, she had an album launch party and it was Susan oh, album yeah. <laughs> launch party, but it did say a sus bum anal party. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so awkward. Uh, or is that the best marketing ever? I think Could so. be. Could be. Uh, so uh, this one says Secret Satan, a twist on Secret Santa. You have to make the persons whose name you pick out of the hat have as miserable a Christmas as possible. Mm. Okay. I Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm not sure necessarily who would agree to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think anyone just like a standard w- Christmas anyone is like, "Oh, my Christmas is so good yeah. already." What if everybody's kind of like, oh, "I have to get with that racist uncle and What know? if you go into a secret Santa pool with like millionaires, but there's a one in I don't know, 30 chance that you'll get secret s- Satan. Oh, so you, okay. you, you have the chance of reward. There is the possibility that a millionaire will get you or even a billionaire. I know Bill Gates likes to do secret Santa and you'll get some <laughs> yeah. lavish gift, but there's like a one in 30 chance. That yeah. Your life will be ruined for a year. That's kind of good. I like that. Yeah, uh, a really high stakes, yeah. like uh, <laughs> really high stakes Christmas. Mm. Um, so yeah, I like that idea. I my first thought, and I I would need to train up on this myself, but I am led to believe that the majority of people on the internet, their cybersecurity is probably less than it should be. Yes, and I'm I would wondering say so. whether you get into all of their stuff, like yeah. a real test of, like, are they using a VPN? Do they have a password protected? Like, I, I would say the majority of people probably don't. Slightly yeah. more savvy people, yeah, but I reckon you could get into some shit. Yeah, getting getting into people's uh, online presence is yeah. a real uh, can be a real catastrophe. And you know what? Guess monkey is the password because apparently that's real common. Monkey? Yeah, was that. Really? Yep. Okay. Apparently monkey's a really common one. Okay. That, that's good to know. Uh, so, yeah, I'm thinking like a, a tiny little bit of stolen identity could go a long mm-hmm. way to ruining mm-hmm. someone's life. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, you run into the risk though, Cambo, don't you? If you steal somebody's identity, then... Uh, you're the one that's technically experiencing the secret Santa, the secret Satan, you know? But if you I, do it too well and you assume their identity, no, no, then no. it turns against you. I don't you want to instantly. assuming <laughs> their identity and stealing their identity are two different things. I'm not going to live as them. Oh, I'm going to take okay. their online identity and ruin it. Okay, I'm, I'm okay, not going okay. to live as them, but I will certainly sign them up to many of things that perhaps you know, I'm, I'm going to get them on watch lists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm going to go to the right bits of 4chan or 8chan or wherever I need to go 
<laughs> I'm going to be looking up how to make bombs. I'm going to I'm going to get them on a list. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that's so good. See how many things you can get them banned from. Like copy. <laughs> get them first of all. First step: get them banned from every social media platform. <laughs> you're spreading yeah. COVID misinformation. You're doing whatever you need to do. I wonder how hard that would be. Let's say you've got like uh, let's say you've got like a month to to do this. Mm. Do you reckon you could get totally and permanently banned from a? Uh, a social media platform? The problem, I think, with some of that is I, I don't think that we have enough influence for it to be noticed. Mm, like, mm. we could spread... Because I know that uh, there's been a bunch of people that have been banned for COVID misinformation, obviously, because yeah. it's like such a health risk. But I think yeah. that our voices are too small that we would be lost in the, in the, in the rabble. It's only people yeah. that have some influence that are, really are influencing people with this misinformation that seem to be getting hit. Yeah, yeah, when they've got a lot of followers and whatnot. Yeah, yeah so maybe that's like why violent be... imagery or something might get you banned. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if maybe that's... You have to roll the dice and try to make them an influencer and then tear it down as quickly as possible <laughs> within, within that month. You mm, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like if it's Instagram, just like attractive pictures of the same person over yep. and over again to pretend that you're them. You're actually pretending that you're your friend mm-hmm. or this person that's got the secret Satan and they're pretending to be somebody attractive. Uh-huh. And it's a whole yep. uh, nightmare. Here's, here's what I'm thinking to ruin interpersonal relationships. Mm-hmm. I think what I'm doing with probably with the email is I'm emailing uh, someone from QAnon and saying, please send me all the information you have. I want to know all of the things that you're talking about. And then once you receive the information, I'm doing a mass forward of that information to all contacts. Yeah, that's smart. That's smart. But also add a little bit at the top that says, if you don't forward this to 10 people, your love life will be. (laughs) (laughs) Because that'll really get some people, I Mm. think. Mm. Um yeah, that's that's not a, a, a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, I have had the experience with uh, emailing from somebody else's account. Uh, long-time listeners, right? Yeah. Remember when I was suspended from school yes. at a young age because we hacked into this kid's uh, email account. I say hacked, but <clears throat> what we did was much like monkey we typed one two three four five six uh as a <laughs> and, password yeah, and it worked, because yeah. it was a six character limit and that's uh, <laughs> and back in those days hotmail didn't uh, or any probably email service didn't uh yeah no, no worry two, about the capital letter yeah, and symbol no two-factor authentication none of that yeah so, yeah. I, I so think what, I, what I've worked out is actually a good email to send. You could, you could do this again yeah. if you'd like, is to email somebody, uh, somebody's mother that they're on drugs and they're not coming home because that, <laughs> that got quite well, a reaction. <laughs> well, I'm thinking that it's even simpler than all the QAnon stuff that I've been uh, suggesting. I think mm-hmm. if you just keep forwarding everyone funny forwards, yeah, yeah. Like I yeah. know, like far so side. So my mom. So we're yeah. doing my mom. Far side cartoons or whatever. Everyone's blocking you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's true. I mean, I've had some uh, friends who have gone uh, way off the rails by uh, in in their social media by posting a whole lot of conspiracy theory stuff. Oh, really? Like it kind of like since since COVID, basically. Uh-huh. I feel like it it just opened up a part of 
people's brains where they, I, I think it was like a combination of depression, uh, you know, being locked up uh, for so long and then kind of looking for an out and then you look for the out that, oh, COVID is uh, some sort of government conspiracy or yada, yada, whatever you kind of want to believe along those lines. And then once I think you open yourself up to that, then you don't believe anything. It's e- easier for your brain to be like, well, if that is, you know, made up, then maybe yeah. all this other stuff is. So I've had people that I, I think that if you got into somebody's social media, you could just post a whole bunch of conspiracy theory stuff uh-huh. and uh, get defended uh you know, defriended in those situations yeah. as well. Yeah. I, I do love, um, there's obviously the, the popular conspiracy theory around COVID is that the government is trying to vaccinate people to control them. Right. That's a pretty mm-hmm. popular one. And sure. I understand the basic idea of it, but the, the thing I find funny is that there are people in, in this country that believe that they believe the government that can't even organize the vaccination rollout is (laughs) somehow also equipped to control everybody. And for those maybe overseas that don't know, our vaccination rates are abysmal. (laughs) They're so low. They're They're so low. low. Yeah. Not for lack of people wanting them. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm So essentially like there's the, the Pfizer and the AstraZeneca and they said, if people are under 60, maybe don't get the AstraZeneca because it can cause very rare, but it can cause blood clots in younger people. And mm-hmm. such is the desperation that they were just like, if you want the AstraZeneca, get it. Like, it's just <laughs> yeah. risky now. Get, and that's what Stacey and I are doing. We're just going to go get that because we want to be vaccinated and there's no way. There's literally yeah. none. Like we just, they just didn't order it. Yeah, yeah. We actually, uh, Ellen and I actually went uh, Pfizer hunting, I think mm. is probably the term, where we actually went to a few clinics uh, and because we're not eligible to get Pfizer at the moment, yeah. um, but we had heard some places at the end of the day, if they have less leftover vaccines, you can um, uh, just be yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. instead of throwing them out, how about you give them to us? And uh, yeah, the the uh, we tried a few places and I think it probably we just spoke to the wrong people uh, because I'm sure if you're, if you're speaking to the person who's the one that's like physically throwing out the vaccines at the end of the day. <laughs> what you, you need to do, you need to hang overlook. out the back alley near the dump. <laughs> and as yeah, they're walking yeah. out there with the crate of vaccines, like, ah, ah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have a here, syringe right ready <laughs> if you've got one. <laughs> you know, speed up the process for them. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, but also, um, nice swift kick up the crutch. That'll do. That'll it. ruin. That'll ruin anybody's <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> uh, okay, well, let's get into ask credit. Ask credit. This ask credit was by uh, uh, crispy fried pickles. <laughs> what eighties movie still holds up today? Uh, I mean, there's many of them. Uh, so just this very weekend, because we were locked down and there's nothing to do, uh, Stacey and I have been watching a lot of 80s movies, in fact. So we started by yeah. watching the entirety of the Lethal Weapons series. <laughs> yeah. And then we're like, one, one I remember, because obviously everyone knows Mel Gibson, not a great guy, right? Yeah. yeah His yeah. reputation is like pretty tarnished. And he's, he's looking quite kind of a bit haggard. He's got the big beard now. But there was a moment in the first Lethal Weapon 
where people forget he was voted sexiest man on earth. He was the first ever sexiest man alive in People Magazine. <laughs> yeah. There was, there was one moment in uh, in the first Lethal Weapon where he's quite young, he's quite hunky, where Stacey's like, huh, he is, he's pretty handsome. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've, I've just never, you know, never really considered it before because he's an, a very awful man, but uh, he's a bit of a hunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but we actually just watched uh, Predator 1 and 2 this weekend as well. Oh, Predator is such a great movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I was going to say, though, right, in, in my part of my view of what movie still holds up is something that also hasn't uh, dated poorly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Lethal Weapon is <laughs> quite a bit of racism. So Yeah, yeah. It's, and uh, like, while, while really arguably casual- a good action film. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so I'm not saying that Lethal Weapon. <laughs> I was more getting to the Predator section of that. Uh, yeah, Lethal Weapon also like very casual uh, homophobia as well in Lethal Weapon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Just like the, they'll they'll hug after something traumatic's happened, and they'll be like, "Whoa, gross!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two guys hugging. Yeah. How dare we? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's 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 something. Uh, but well, when you say hold up, okay. So here's a question then, because I would say that. Arguably, a lot of people would say that the Back to the Future films hold up. But mm. Back to the Future 2, does it technically hold up since it got the future so wrong? Oh, yeah, we've, we've, we're past the, yeah. the dates so in the future. I think, though. like, story structure-wise and entertainment-wise, sure. But yeah. it's now past the point where you're like, now, now you, you have to watch it through another lens of, like... <laughs> Look at these idiots. They thought we were going to yeah. have all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, you know what? Good point. I'll, I'll take that as a valid answer. <laughs> the Back to the Future series did not hold up. But I, ta- uh, I tell you why I think that Predator holds up so much more than Lethal Weapon is mm-hmm. that Lethal Weapon is like 80s through and through. So it's got like the synthy kind of uh, score. Uh, Mel yeah. Gibson, glorious mullet. Through the whole thing, yeah, a lot oh, of so glorious. a lot of flannel tucked into like high blue jeans and, and New Balance sneaker kind of look. But because Predator is set mainly in a jungle and they're all in army uniforms, and they've all got crew cuts, it doesn't yeah. feel as eighties as Lethal Weapon does, <laughs> because yeah, it's yeah. kind of removed from society. And I think that like period films like Back to the Future, it's mainly set in the fifties. A yeah, lot of it yep. doesn't date because it is kind of like a very specific look, whereas Lethal Weapon was so cool and modern that it now looks very 80s. Yeah, that's a good point, actually, just the scenario itself. You could even say, uh, oh, no, I forgot the name of the film. Uh, oh, a 2001 a Space Odyssey. Yeah. Right? Hmm. Like, almost for the same reason, yeah. doesn't quite age, which is even older, right? Where, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That? That's in the 60s, what? 2001 60s. Space Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. And it, uh, but yeah, it's kind of right. like, oh, just this weird space station-y thing. And yeah, like, you everyone's know. <laughs> dressed in like kind of onesie space uniforms. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're right. It, it does, apart from maybe the slower pace of it, mm. it honestly- Oh my God, so slow. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, like they, re- they, they would just still a great never, film, but by God, me too. But it's the kind of film they would just never release now. They're like boring. Put a put yeah. a gunfight in it or something. Um, <laughs> so apart from the slower pace, which might give away that it's like a '60s Kubrick film, uh, aesthetically, you could you could tell people that was from the '90s. I think, and people would probably yeah. believe you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, 
what about because uh, okay, this is a nineties movie, I think, <laughs> but. Uh, Mission Impossible. Actually, I think it's Mission, I think it's Mission, Mission, Mission Impossible, Impossible 2. A uh, Mission Impossible 2 is from the year 2000. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. It that looks so nuts. much older, doesn't it? It does. It really does. <laughs> so, Mission Impossible um, 2 is equal parts the worst and the best Mission Impossible film. It's the worst right. in terms of, like, a film because the plot is pretty nonsensical and... It's it's just not that well constructed, but the best because yeah. it's so laughably of its time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where like yeah, that's a good point. N- like like this is how the year two thousand it is. It starts with um, Tom Cruise rock climbing. He's got his glorious hair. It's my favorite Tom Cruise hair. And he's rock yeah. climbing and he gets up to the top and he gets a, a little rocket comes down with his mission oh, and yeah. he puts on oh, a pair. Yeah. <laughs> he puts on a pair of Oakleys, like two, yeah. year two thousand Oakleys. And the mission plays, and then he throws them off to the soundtrack of Limp Biscuit. Take a look around. <laughs> yeah. And if that doesn't encapsulate the year two thousand, I don't know what does. Um, just sidebar. Mm-hmm. Did Oakley's go under? I feel like there was a very yeah. short window in they, which Oakley's was like the sunglasses. They honestly they did. So um, we'll, we'll continue this sidebar. Oakley was like the dominant thing in like the late nineties, early two thousands, and. I think it's Lexotica, I think is the brand that owns pretty much every sunglasses brand you can imagine, Ray-Ban and, and um, Oliver Peoples and stuff like that. Uh, they essentially have like a monopoly on sunglasses and they tried to buy Oakley and right. Oakley didn't like refused. And essentially yeah. they stopped stocking them in Lexotica also own like Sunglass Hut and like all the major sunglass right. retailers. Yeah, yeah. They stopped <laughs> stocking Oakley in all of their stores. <laughs> they drove the price down and then they brought it when they like went bankrupt. <laughs> oh no. But one uh. last thing on Mission Impossible 2, and I'm aware that's not an 80s movie, but the funniest thing watching it, I hope you got this as well, Nelson, is it's mm. set mainly in Sydney. And it's so funny because the last, the third act of the film is this huge car chase, but they're driving through like the Sydney suburbs in like Ford Falcons and Toyota Hiluxes and stuff like that. Like it's not action movie cars. It's like suburb, like you'd you'd go down to like a local shopping center and these are the cars you would find in the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. I actually wonder if that was something because in Australia, to get like a film here, we there's normally the government being like, yeah, but make sure there's Australian stuff in it, yeah. so people, you know, kind of know in in some way or another. Yeah, and uh, I, I, uh, I wonder if they were like, yeah, put a Ford Commodore in there. <laughs> there <is laughs> I, I remember least interesting car ever. There was all these stories when that was being filmed about um, they filmed down in Circular Quay near the bridge because, of course, that's the shot you want to get in the, this kind of movie. And there was all these stories being like, oh, you're not allowed to look at Tom Cruise. Like they're being super strict. He won't let you look at them. But what it turned out to be is they they just got all these people that wanted to come down and be extras, but people wouldn't stop staring at Tom Cruise. And they're like, uh. in, the, in this scene, he's not supposed to be, like he's meant to be <laughs> walking through yeah. like a regular yeah. guy and everybody is looking at him. You need to stop looking at Tom Cruise. <laughs> But it got smart as this, like, oh, Tom Cruise doesn't like people looking at him. It's like, no, you're you're ruining the scene. It does. It does feel like an early two thousands Australia, (laughs) where like a famous person comes to our country, and we're like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm in the vicinity of of a famous person. I can't. I literally can't look away. (laughs) My last fact, and I promise it's my last fact about Mission Impossible Two, 
is that the main villain in Mission Impossible 2, he's like the evil version of Ethan Hunt. He's played by an actor called Dougray Scott. He's a, a Scottish actor. And he was cast as Wolverine in the first X-Men movie. But because Mission Impossible 2 went so over its scheduled filming, he had to (laughs) drop out of X-Men playing Wolverine to be in Mission Impossible 2. And Hugh Jackman was cast at the last minute. How regretful do you think that guy is? Because Hugh Jackman played him for like 17 years after that. Yeah. (laughs) Although I do wonder, right? Because sometimes it's about, oh, you've just matched the right actor. (laughs) And that's why he's got such longevity. But I I don't think think we would, I don't think Logan would have existed with this dude. But uh, But he probably would have been more famous. I think in his mind, he would be like, I would have had that exact career. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have, I yeah. would assume the same. I, yeah. if, if this, if I was up for the part of Wolverine, game, <laughs> if I, I had played Wolverine in X Men, I would have been the greatest showman, and that's a fact. <laughs> um, I back to my point of why I think it didn't really age is because, like some movies, I'm kind of maybe oblivious to this stuff, like the the older versions. Yeah, but for some reason. I was just like very consciously aware of it the whole time, <laughs> which is that this movie had one female character mm. the entire film. I, I'm not even talking like I'm talking even just speaking parts. Yeah. Like I was consciously thinking about it. I'm like, I don't think I've seen another female speak this entire <laughs> film. It's just one lady, mm-hmm. the main actress who's the love interest. And yeah. There are no other females. And that just like blew my mind. Not even one, just one tiny and line to another extra would have been something. It's yeah. Yeah. The, we, have we ever talked about the Bechdel test on this show? We probably have. Uh, yeah. Like I the, the, think the, so. This set of yeah. questions to, to warrant whether or not a film has agency for female characters. And it's three questions that you answer in order. And it doesn't even pass the first question, which is, is there more than one female character? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even pass yeah. the very first step of that. And the weird thing yeah. is, so th- that character is played by Tanny Newton. And the Mission Impossible franchise is pretty good at bringing characters back, like that have been mm. in previous films. And she's never returned either. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, I just sort of I would like I would feel sorry for that yeah actress as well. Yeah. Like, what'd you say, Tammy? Tandy like, Newton. Anyway. Tandy. Oh, Tandy Newton. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, like because I just feel like there would even be a different vibe on set being the only female actress at the time. Like I, I could just. I could just imagine there would be this weird, like, tension or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. Yeah, and so I, I think it's, yeah, crazy that it, it's, uh, you know, and in, in the 2000s, even early 2000s, seems kind of late into the into the game of, hey, let's maybe have more females in a movie. <laughs> but apparently not. Apparently, apparently not. not. Um, uh, okay, we should maybe move on, but maybe I'm just going to quickly read through some of the comments because I thought that might be yep. interesting. Uh, I mean, we talked mainly was... about a movie from the year 2000, so we didn't yeah, really yeah. hit the mark. <laughs> we didn't really talk about uh, The Terminator. Yeah, I feel uh, like The Terminator 2 is where it's at. Yeah, I agree. I, the first Terminator, I can appreciate for what it did because it was very low yeah. budget. It kind of created like this robot slasher film and it's been copied a lot, but I don't think yeah. it holds up anywhere near as much as Terminator 2 holds up, which is from 91. Yeah. Terminator 2 is yeah, from 91 or 92, maybe. So it doesn't count. Yeah. 
well, I've just I've just thought about it. Is there only one female character in that film the whole time? <laughs> Uh, no, no. There's still other speaking parts of other. Yeah, yeah. like the, the I mean the he, woman who gets murdered. I yeah, think, yeah. Her friend who gets murdered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but still better yeah. than Jane, Mission Impossible Two. To his credit, James Cameron at least tends to write strong female protagonists. That's true. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sarah Connor, um, Alan Ripley. Sarah Connor. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, Stand by Me. Great film. Great film. Yep. Absolutely. No Again, <laughs> but because it's set in the fifties. It's a period yeah. film. I think it doesn't yeah. date as much. It's timeless. But then, but then, at what point does Lethal Weapon become a period film? <laughs> no, but I'm saying because it it's wasn't only re- if they film it in the different year than it's actually set. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it makes it, it, it period uh, film. <laughs> if if a film like if a film was filmed now and set in the 80s, it mm-hmm. wouldn't date because being like, oh my god, this is so 2021. This film because it's deliberately yeah. trying to be a different date. Yeah, uh, yeah. What if we? What if somebody just started a rumor that Lethal Weapon was in, created in, like in nineteen ninety nine uh, or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, they really they captured like, oh the mid eighties. <laughs> they did such a good job of the eighties stuff. Yeah, I think that's how you get around it. Yeah, that's how you get around it. Uh, Predator, Back to the Future, as mentioned. Yeah, Indiana Jones trilogy. Mm-hmm. We didn't yep. mention. Yep, that's again, pretty good. Pretty good set in a different period. Set in a different period. Yeah. Return That's the key, of the isn't it? Kid? Return of the Living Dead. Oh yeah, yeah, the Romero movie. Um, I don't remember that one. Is that the Black and White one? That's that's neither Living Dead, and then there was ah, oh, so close. <laughs> wait, no, I think that might not be the Romero one. Return of the Living Dead might be a different one. He had neither yeah. Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. Yeah, so it's not Romero. Ah, oh, never mind then. No, never mind. Uh, the last one, which is obviously the best, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, yeah. You know what? <laughs> groundbreaking film. Like groundbreaking. Legitimately, there there are shots in that film now that I'm like, I'm so impressed that they pulled this off. I would be impressed if they pulled this off now. I'm so yeah. impressed that they pulled this off in the eighties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's impressive, so that that stuff. Uh uh Let's do one really quick one. Okay. Cause I have an answer straight away. Okay. This is by Enigma Z Web twenty four. What is the worst candy ever made? I'm not an aniseed guy. So anything with aniseed. <sighs> well, do you know what? Okay, here's the thing. I love licorice. Mm-hmm. I love licorice. Yeah. But my answer was going to be the salted licorice that we received. <laughs> oh, yeah. From. Uh, it was part of. Uh, was it Secret Santa that I got that? Secret, why did Secret Why did Santa? we get? Why did we get that? <laughs> Maybe remember. we just got them sent to us. <laughs> Maybe some we did. Reason. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole whole I bunch lo- of uh, of of candy. Yeah. It was so weird that like I love licorice and I love savory things. Like mm. I'm a big salt guy just in general. I actually prefer savory things over sweet things in general. So I was like, oh my god, salted licorice. This is the best combination that could possibly happen. <laughs> Disgusting. It's terrible. How do the Swedes do it? I don't know. Oh, by the way, I I was informed just in this slight between lockdowns when when we actually went out in in public together nelson a friend of ours informed me that we can register for a free parcel locker with australia post which brings my dream of the international snacks address just that little bit closer (laughs) if anyone wants to send us snacks from their country i can set up a free parcel box here's the thing is it worth the risk of accidentally getting salt licorice again you know, what if people are packaging things 
in mysterious ways and I accidentally eat salted licorice again. I, I never f- forgive myself. I, I am fine if people are like, this isn't the best stuff for my country. This is the weirdest stuff for my country. <laughs> I'd be yeah, fine yeah. with that. I... Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I just feel like we're going to accidentally stumble down a rabbit hole of only getting salted licorice and what, we'll regret our lives. What this is, Nelson, this is exactly the same as the secret Santa with the millionaires, but there's a one in 30 chance you get the, 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 the <laughs> Satan. That's what we're playing yeah. with here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh my God, that was that's this is the perfect answer for the first question. What we do in Ruin Summer Christian? Salted licorice. You could play that game without anybody knowing. Yeah, pretend to be genuinely Oh god. I'm so sorry, I hit the button. You I had my hand I had my hand hovering ready to go. Oh, I see how it is now. You're the one that decides what we need to Fine. Okay. Let's get into today advice, I guess. Fine. We'll do it when I'm ready, Nelson. It wasn't even chat. Right now it's time for Today I Learned. You know what? I wanted to stop it early. What do you think of that? Oh, Jesus. I thought it was the intro to Shoutouts for a second. But uh, anyway. Uh, Okay. Uh, Here's some advice. Uh, This was by Ranch Dressing 321. My neighbor suddenly wants to use our Wi-Fi and he's asking for the password. What do I do? Uh, They continue. Uh, He first asked my mum if he could use our internet connection every once in a while so that he can use Messenger to call his wife. And my mum just threw me under the bus by saying that, oh, Ranch knows the password. You should ask him. So now he's waiting for me to go outside one of these days so that he could ask for the password. To be honest, our family's uh, perspective of that certain neighbor is quite shady as there would be times where he would just scream at the top of his voice while cursing either his wife or or just to express anger. What do I do? Uh, I would... I think you need to lie. It, it really depends mm. because um, it, it, it depends like on a lot of factors about the internet connection. Like for example, yeah. in, in this house, we use the Google Wi-Fi nodes and you can literally yeah. select device by device. So I would right. just block that device and be like, oh, I don't know, man, it just doesn't seem to be working for you. Maybe it doesn't reach oh. far enough or something like that. You know what I mean? So they can connect, but they, but they can't. Yeah, it would just keep timing out. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Um yeah, yeah. I was thinking what you should do is um, give them the Wi-Fi password and try to work out like if they're on it, if they're wanting to use it for a call or something. Mm. You try to monitor when they're going to use the internet at a particular time. Yeah, and then you download a really intensive. <laughs> file so that the bandwidth (laughs) is really low and really terrible and it keeps cutting out because there is something worse than no internet and it's bad internet yeah that's factually correct (laughs) and so i i think that if you could just get him so frustrated enough Mm -hmm. and you only turn it on when he's using it Mm -hmm. and so you can be like oh yeah i don't know don't know why it's doing this you know i reckon you could even do it once and then change the password mm. 
and kind of put him on the back foot a little bit and be like, oh yeah, after we give you a password, like start running really funny yeah. and be like, oh, look, look, I, I don't know what it is. Uh, look, we'll try it again. I'll give you the password. It's been running fine now. I'll give you the password. And then that second time, uh, you know, do the same thing. Yeah. And then be like, look, I, maybe you got a virus on your computer or something, but like, we got to change our password again. And it's so we can't give it to you because it's been running so horribly as I'm sure you've experienced. Yep. I would also wonder, because, yeah, I think you're right. Like, bad internet was worse than no internet. So you want to make the experience bad. Is there a way to do, like, a parental lock? So, like, they can't visit certain websites. You've blocked certain things. And be <laughs> yeah, like, this is yeah. just how we set up our internet. Like, we don't want uh, we, we don't want people visiting that kind of stuff. And also, by the way, just so you know, that we turn our router off every night at 6 p.m. as well. Because that's, yeah. that's <laughs> enough internet for the day. So we, we won't be yeah, on at yeah. night. <laughs> We don't want to run the internet into the ground. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's got a limited lifespan, and we'd like because to extend it, essentially, that as much as possible. I think my grandparents think that you get charged per how much the internet is used. So they like once they're done, they unplug their router. They, they, they'll go on the internet and then they unplug your router. And be like, huh? And they're not going to get us for any internet we're not using. It's like, that's in no way how it works. But well done for. Uh, for getting one yeah, over yeah. on the internet company. You're still paying the monthly amount for yeah. internet. <laughs> <laughs> but if you can make this um, person believe that you do that, being like, obviously once I've used the internet, I go and I unplug it. Just, just you know, I don't want to be yeah. paying for an internet that's not being used, you know. So you, yeah. you let oh, me know every time maybe... you want to go on and I'll plug it back in for you. I think maybe that's the way to do it. That's how you work out at what time they're going to be using the internet to then do the first plan <laughs> yeah, of, yeah. of over overrunning it mm. at that time. I think that's I think that's a good thing. But if it's a neighbor, uh, couldn't you just go, I don't think it extends that far. Yeah, yeah. But then you still have to do you, do you still have to give them the password there? I mean it might be true. You might you might just be able to put if it's a neighbor because it could be if they're in a in an, an apartment, yeah. Versus a house could be different. So, if you're in an apartment, it would be harder, I think. Yeah. But if you're in a house, you could put the router at the other end of the house from where they are, and hopefully, that's enough range for it to cut out frequently for them. <laughs> it's just such a. Don't you think it's such a weird thing to ask for these days as well? Like, I would be so suspicious yeah. about somebody asking. For it from yeah, me, it's, it's pretty weird. I, I'd be like, I'd be like, I, I'm sorry, but this, like, you'd need a good reason. Yeah. Like, why can't don't you have internet right now? Because I'm like, maybe the government has cut off your internet because you well, are caught doing illegal things. I'd have no problem like giving someone access to my internet if they don't have it. If it's there's some kind of circumstance that, that deems that not so. But the fact that, that they were saying that this person's quite shady or was yelling at their significant other or whatever, where I'm like, they clearly just don't want to pay for the internet. Yeah. Then yeah. that's different, you know? Yeah, that's dodgy. Like, if, that, you're, if there reckon, was like, I don't do you reckon know. maybe, oh, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. You ask for a trade of sorts. <laughs> so you're like, okay, I'll give you the Wi Fi. Yeah. But I get free access to your fridge 24 7. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty good. Anything in your fridge is uh-huh. di- I can have. And I would point. say you should then, on an almost daily basis, clear out their fridge. So they're like, "This is <laughs> yeah. this is not worth it." 
The yeah, Instagram I should just get into that. <laughs> or just like, or half eat things, like a block of cheese. Take a big bite out of it and put it back. <laughs> I think this is an episode of Seinfeld, actually, with Kramer and, Kramer and Jerry, I'm pretty sure. Um, okay, should I do another thing? I don't know. Where are we going? Uh, sure, I don't know. Uh, here's another one. <laughs> this is by Dennis Ma. Uh, it's 3.30 a.m. I have to get up for work at 6.30 a.m. What's the best way I can gain energy in these three hours without falling into a deep sleep? Have you ever have you ever had this uh, issue before? Yeah. Like maybe... I've, I've had it for like up late because, I don't know, probably playing games or something is normally the, the reason why I'm up yeah. so late. Yeah, no, not, a me, yeah. <laughs> not a good reason. Not a good reason at all. And me being like, oh, uh, I've, I've just like convinced myself to stay up for so long. I, you know what? Sometimes it's watching something live, actually. It's, I feel like times when I'm really forcing myself to stay up where I get to the kind of like three hour, four hour mark before I have to get up again. It's normally because I'm watching something live and I'm like, I don't want to miss this. Mm. Um, you know, it's a different country or something. Um, and so, yeah, I think that, uh, it's, it's something that I've experienced before. The, the, the question, I think this is the really important question is they're up at 6am and they want energy for when they're up at 6 a.m., how long are they going to be up for from 6 a.m.? Oh, that's a very good point. If it's a short mm-hmm. window, there are solutions to that, I think. They're not good, yeah. but they'll get you through, you know, like a, a bunch yeah. of caffeine and energy drinks or whatever. It'll give you yeah, a real... Crack cocaine. Crack cocaine. It'll give you a real, <laughs> a real um, spike. But if you're doing like a full eight-hour shift or something, that's not going to mm-hmm. work. You're just going to crash even worse. So that's yeah. the real... That's the, that's the real question that we need answered you need a you need a, a longer breather because if, well, yeah. Yeah, if it's short term yeah yeah there's all the, all the things you think of when like red bulls or coffees or whatnot that will been- work to an extent but if it's a long day you just yeah i think you just need to sleep like <laughs> you're mm-hmm. not really gonna get anything better I, I- than sleep I've remembered another scenario that I'm often up early in the morning and then have to work the next day. Uh, and that was when I was younger, I'd often be out to the pub to like early in the morning. Yeah. So I not only do I have to get up early, but I'm also hungover when I do. And my solution for most of the time, and then I would have to go to the cinema and work. And most of the time, my solution for that was like struggle to get out of bed, Struggle to have a shower. I think a shower works a little bit. It gives yep. you a little bit more energy. Yeah, and fresh air get, as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get to work. Um, let everybody know you're there. Uh, tell somebody you're going to go into the storeroom and do yep. some work and lie down in the corner where the cameras can't see you yes. and have a little nap. Yeah, you did That's, have, in the storeroom of the cinema we worked, you did have what is referred to as the sleeping corner. <laughs> the sleeping corner, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no camera you know can su- see it. You can you make a little bit out of popcorn bags. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what I was about to say. <laughs> is what's surprisingly more comfortable than people might think. It's a huge bag of, uh, bag of kernels. Yeah, <laughs> Unpopped <laughs> popcorn kernels in a large yeah. bag isn't a bad bag. Hessian bag. <laughs> yep. yeah. it, can, it can double as a pillow in a pinch. Yeah. Uh, the pro- actually, the bigger problem I had was mm. the... Uh, floor was really cold, mm. 
because it was like a like a linen uh what's what's that called lionel uh, uh yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, flooring yeah, yeah. and um so i think that uh, occasionally i would get some boxes and put them on the floor and then lay on top of the boxes so there's a <laughs> bit of a buffer and then uh if i was feeling really good about it i would put i would get some more boxes and put them on top over of the top a little, a little uh, cardboard blanket <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but it was it was hard to sometimes get enough boxes to reach that uh, the thing is level. upstairs in because uh our cinema went digital at some point but they still mm. had the full projection booth uh, but also whenever we have the gold class cinemas here in Australia with the big comfortable recliner chairs, but if those ever broke, they would just store them up in the projection room, which is a yeah. dark room, no windows with big comfy chairs just sitting there and yeah. no one ever goes up there. Yeah, that that room is hard to stay awake in, even if you've, you know, you, you do need to. You're well rested. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. dark the whole time. <laughs> it depends how you go with white noise because there is always the hum of servers. No matter what you do, there is the hum of servers. Yeah. But if people quite like the white noise, then it's a uh, look. You can have a snooze up there for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So that's my trick. Sleep at work. Sleep wherever <laughs> you need to be. Find your sleeping corner. Find your sleeping corner. Take advantage of it. Find your metaphorical corn kernel pillow. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Uh, okay, well, let's get into shower thoughts. Shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. This shower thought is by You Can't See Sean 30. <laughs> uh,. Adult life is hard, but at least we don't have to do PE anymore. <laughs> uh, I inherently disagree with this because yeah. PE, if I had to rate sort of like activities of life mm. and and PE class, I would say just general activities of life much harder. If I could replace... Let's just say, like cleaning my apartment yeah. with climbing a rope. Okay. I would, I would opt for climbing a rope. <laughs> Here's an example. Um, uh, Australia recently had their census night. You sit down and you fill out the census with all your information. Would you rather do that, Nelson, or a couple burpees? I do, I do a couple, a couple burpees. burpees every I'll, time. I play kickball, camper. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and again, you just do a shitty sport that they're yeah. like, oh, I don't know what to do today. But uh, what, here's a, what here's if a big Nelson, plastic ball, kick it. You were like, <laughs> oh, I want this means like, do I want to do the dishes or PE? And you go like, PE. But then they made you do the beep test, which was the most dreaded of all the PE classes. That was the worst part of it. Yeah. But here's, here's a little life hack for all you uh, people who, who might have to do the uh, beep test. Uh, later on in life I don't know if that's An inherently Australian thing Is it? I don't know I don't think uh, it is it's, it's everywhere? Okay It's not, it's uh, not like uh, It's not like coffee That is just in Melbourne I think that mm, the beep yeah. Is <laughs> yeah Yeah Well good coffee Yeah, yeah good, good coffee, coffee. Obviously. <laughs> Um Yeah The my, my handy tip My life hack If you will Is just go one One up and back And go oh, puff, I'm puffed And you sit down <laughs> And then Play games on your phone for the rest of the class. <laughs> yes, yeah, like you failed so the beep easy. test, but you you saved a lot of time, didn't you? Yeah, but it's either that or housework. Yeah. So <laughs> <think about> that. 
<laughs> you can fail a beep test in seconds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so it's so. And isn't everybody a failure in in the beep test in the end? That's like, true. The There's no winner. Always wins. Yeah, the beep <laughs> test always wins. Actually, no. I think that uh, in my school it was like it was like this legend, you know, a, a myth where it's like after you get to the the like fifteen ten or whatever I can't remember what it goes up to, um, like the tape stops. And it's like, oh. well, that's. That's as far as you can go. Oh, the cowards didn't even record the whole thing. Yeah, I think they were they were just like nobody's going to get this far. So I think there was like a, a rumor that like yeah one one dude you know like a few year levels above ended up getting to the end of the tape and he won he won the beep test. <laughs> it was a, <laughs> it's a glorious day for all. We all celebrated and uh, f- finally it, we thought. We thought that meant that nobody had to do it again. <laughs> this is the this is the kind of conspiracy theory I can get around. Mm. That you yeah, can yeah. you can beat the beep test. And big be- I think that yeah. big beep tests don't want you to know it either. <laughs> I think that that should be a rule in schools. Like everyone hates doing the beep test out of everything uh, in in class. Do, you know what? We've been talking about it so much. I feel like just in case it's not global. Good we idea. should explain. <laughs> Basically, you have to run like what? Let's say twenty meters. Yeah, a little further, uh, I think. But yeah, like it's a, it's a certain predetermined. Oh, yeah, distance. twenty meters, pretty sure. Yeah, about, yeah, okay. I, I would say it's probably close to like fifty meters. It used to be about a basketball court ish, half a basketball court, roughly. Yeah, is that that's why in my head I was like maybe it's not quite fifty meters, but yeah, maybe eh, whatever. Yeah, it's a certain distance, and uh, the the beat will get like uh, beep. Level one, one, and you kind of stroll to the other end of the basketball court at the designated distance, and then uh, you could wait there if you got there early enough, and then you wait for the next beep. It goes beep, and then you go back and it goes level one, two. But then the beeps get faster and faster, so you have to make it to the other end before the beep goes off, and as soon as it beeps, you run back again. So it's like a back and forth thing that progressively gets faster. Uh, Nelson, I just binged it. Um, yeah. You were correct. It is twenty meters. I guess oh, as, as a kid, it just felt longer. <laughs> felt longer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so obviously it it ended up going like level fifteen one beep, level fifteen two beep, and it's like it gets really fast. Yeah. So um, uh, yeah, I I think uh, I think that there should be a thing in schools where like. If one kid can beat the beep test for the next five years, no other kid has to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and they get like a little plaque, and it's like they they like every year that you're meant to do it. Be like, and obviously we're not doing the beep test thanks to Dylan here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody chants Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's I think that's how it should work. But arguably, the point is. PE class was much easier than life. <laughs> so I don't know who would pass up this deal. Uh, here's another list by Surfing Jesus. <laughs> you can legally kick out your own child at 18 with nothing, but be forced to take care of another adult you want nothing to do with after divorce. Yeah. I um, I have to admit... I, I I had never actually thought about it in this context before. <laughs> and to me, it seems so amazing that that this is possible. Yeah. Because 
realistically, that shouldn't... Like, I understand the idea of once you've been with someone, you can um, get... I think the whole thing is like you can get accustomed to a certain lifestyle and if, you know, you as a as a couple kind of agreed one person's going to stay at home, one person's going to work sort of thing, yeah. then you might get paid. Uh, you know, you, you kind of need to continue that agreement, I guess. But to me, that makes sense. Like if you've been married for a long time. Well, I, I also, I understand it in the sense of like, Let's say um, someone's a movie star and their their partner is a stay-at-home parent raising kids and the kids are going to very fancy schools because the movie star is making a lot of money and you've got all these really expensive things. And then when you get divorced, you're like, well, all of this needs to keep up. Yeah, Be- yeah. Because I'm taking care of these kids and sending them to these expensive schools, etc. You You need yeah. to be paying for this. Otherwise, it. yeah, you're right. Like the, this level of whatever kind of goes. <clears throat> So I'm yeah, saying in, in that in that sense as well. I would have thought though that that like that kind of comes out of child support for those specific things. Mm. But alimony is like maybe a little bit different in the yeah. sense that it's like, well, yeah, that's true. Like, do you need to go to your expensive yoga class mm. every week? You know, <laughs> like I know I'm the yeah. famous <laughs> movie star and I've yeah. been paying for it this whole time. But like, is that something that you need to continue to go to and that I need to pay for through alimony. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just feel like it's such a strange concept yeah. that you can be locked into paying something. I don't know if alimony is always like forever. Maybe it's, it's only a period of time. But it's still, essentially, know. what this turns out to be is like, if you get divorced, it's society being like, hey, you said you promised. Man, you said yeah. you promised. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to tell yeah, you, man. Yeah. You said you promised. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, that's so funny. Um, oh, there is? Yeah, okay, I don't know, yeah. Um, because I guess there's also like things like assets. And if you have something that you need to pay off, let's say, let's say it's like a property mm-hmm. that is being paid for by the person you're married to. Yeah. And then in the divorce, obviously, you normally split assets. But you, if you got the asset of, like, a property, you couldn't pay money for, like, the upkeep, like, rates and, and, and things like that. Like, it, a property needs, you know, yeah, you need to spend money on it in general. You can't just sit on it. So maybe there's, like, certain things like that. I don't know. It just seems so nuts to me. <laughs> anyway. Uh yeah, but, but but your own child, you can just like, 18, see you later. Get out. Good luck with everything. <laughs> yeah. Do you think um, that after 18 years of marriage, you shouldn't have to pay any? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I think it works, it's worse. It's like it works yeah. in the reverse. Yeah. The longer you're married, the worse it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you have to last till 18 years Yeah. before you can get alimony. Yeah. It's the reverse of that situation. <laughs> okay, okay. I think that's I think that's how you have to work. Um, the this last one is by Multifandom One. Being bored in your own house is somehow better than being bored at someone else's house. Well, um, yeah, because all your stuff is there. 
Yeah, I know, but it's funny because it's still like the same concept, right? Like you're bored regardless. Mm. But I think, because I mean, I, the reason why I brought this one up is actually because I think sometimes, uh, you know, I've only I've uh, only had a girlfriend sort of recently, again, for not that long, right? So we're at the point where, you know, we're staying in each other's house pretty frequently. And I think sometimes we do just get bored at other people's houses even though obviously I, I, I uh, you know, love spending time with her, want to be with her, but I'm like, but I'm, I'm bored at your place. And I know at my base, maybe I'll just be bored as well. Like I might just be doing the same things watching TV, but I need to be bored at my place. Yeah. There's like some different, I could there's, be doing the exact same things. There's the just a, nothingness. A, a weird comforting <laughs> thing about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's almost like an illusion. Like, yeah. if I wasn't here and I was at my place, I could not potentially be bored. But the truth is, I would just be bored at my place. <laughs> so anyway, I think that's, I think that's how it works. Um, uh, all right, Campbell, let's get into podnapping. Oh, oh, my God, I'm being podnapped. Podnapping. This is Podnapping, where we nap a pod. We take a topic of conversation or a segment from another podcast, and we do it ourselves. Uh, this week is my week. Um, and this week, I kind of had a few ideas, and most of them took more work um, than I had time for or was willing to put in. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I've decided to go with... Uh, I'm, I'm just going to do trivia, kind of. <laughs> But I wanted to actually podnap a, a podcast because, you know, sometimes we don't. So I thought I will, uh, I'll find a particular trivia podcast that I like. There's yep. quite a few. Mm-hmm. I ended up going with one called Trivia with Buds. Oh. Um, and you think, Cambo, what, uh, that this w- might be like Trivia with Buds, B U D. DS, mm. like because it's a podcast and you're listening through it with like with ear, friends, like yeah. ear, like earbuds. Oh right, I was yeah. thinking like buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is that version, but yeah. <laughs> I just thought it would be cool if you said B U D S. See, I also know I just wanted to work. <clears throat> I just wanted to point out that I came up with a better name for but his podcast. I, I also want to point out that I know someone who goes by the name Buds. So this could have been, oh. if, if Buds hosted it, it would be trivia with Buds. Yeah. You know what? I Admittedly, I like skipped through the first part of it on the few episodes that I listened to. So his name might be Bud. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, no, it is Buds, B-U-double-D-S, like uh, with friends. Uh, and, I, and I thought, yeah, some of our listeners might, might genuinely like this. They're actually really short episodes. They're like 10-ish minute long. Mm. And... Uh, the idea is, and I was meant to do this earlier, Cambo, but maybe you could get out your phone ready yep. to type some answers down. Okay, sure. Um, because the way that I'm going to do that, I, I wanted to, uh, yeah, I've slightly adapted what this person does, but uh, I, I'm also going to keep to his format in the same time. So just on the notes app or something? Yeah, yeah, that's fine, yeah. Yeah. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through uh, the questions, okay. but I'm not going to give you the answer straight away. Sure. So I'm going to give you the question, yep. give you time to sort of think about it and then yep. write something down. Okay. So it's a little bit timed. Yep. Um, and 
Yeah, and and we'll go from there. Okay, uh, sure. Yeah, and so so uh, the, also part of this is because I think it's part of this podcast, Trivia Buds, is that listeners can kind of participate in the trivia mm-hmm. as it happens yep. as well. So 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 I've yeah. got my notes. So if you're app at out, home, but listeners also get your notes app out. Also get your notes app out. Mm. I mean, you can do it in your head, but like you know, get you get your notes. But then we out. It, we won't believe the score if you do it in your head. We don't, yeah, 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 yeah. When you're like, oh, yeah, I got, I got, I got, then, you know, pretty rubbish. Okay, <clears throat> here we go, Cambo. First question. Yep. <clears throat> oh, I've also, you know, targeted this a little bit more in your realm. So okay. it's a little bit easier. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> in one episode of this TV series, an annoying insect puts production on halt. Question one: yep. In one episode of this TV series, an annoying insect puts production on halt. Yep, I think I've, I think I've got it. Okay, divisive episode number two. Uh, this TV show was centered around one character. This TV show <laughs> was centered around one character. Okay. <laughs> you might want. You might. You can maybe come back to it, Kevin. But yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll just one. I feel like. I don't know if you are allowed to elaborate, but like there are many shows that fit that criteria. Or is there? Hmm. Or is there? Can be. Uh, question three. You know what? I actually might come back to that one because okay. I, <laughs> I do, I do have a theory. Uh, well, we're gonna come back to that one. Okay. Question number three. Characters in this TV show frequently ended relationships over mundane things, such as not tasting a pie. Because they had the same name as a serial killer, eating peas one at a time. Characters in this TV show frequently ended relationships over mundane things such as not tasting a pie because they had the same name as a serial killer or eating peas one at a time. Question number four. This show's 22 Emmy nominations in 2009 is a record for the most nominations a comedy show ever received in a single year. Question four. This show's 22 Emmy nominations in 2009 is yeah. a record for the most nominations a comedy show ever received in a single year. Okay. I'm not, I'm not too sure about that one. Uh, question number five. Seth Green was one of the head writers for this stop-motion animation TV series. Yep. Question five. Seth Green was one of the uh, head writers for this stop-motion animation TV series. Question six. The Upside is an adaption to which original film? Question six. The Upside is an adaption to which original film? Question seven. Matt Damon was cast in what movie for being an unknown actor with an all-American look? Question seven: What what uh, uh, Matt Damon was cast in what movie for being an unknown actor with an all-American look? That's a that's a uh, tough and, one. And I'll I'll say the quote. Uh, so that quote, "unknown actor with an all-American look," yep. came from the director. Okay. Uh, question eight: Megasaki is a city in which film? Question eight. Megasaki 
is a city in which film? I don't know this one. Oh, okay. Um, that that probably is a tricky one. To be fair, uh, also, I also can't work out that Matt Damon one either. Oh, I thought out of everyone, Cam, but you might you might well, know. I um, I have a theory about what it is, but it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to okay. write it anyway. Okay. Uh, question nine: What movie is based around the Canadian caper? Nine, what movie is based around the Canadian caper? Canadian caper, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, which, the problem is I haven't seen that movie. Okay. I'm not sure if it's a reference. <laughs> I, think, I think it is referenced as that, but, I, but I, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. I'm like uh, 95% sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Now, question 10. Yep. What is the connection to all these questions? Question 10, what is the connection to all these questions? And by doing so, it might help you with some of the other answers. Yeah, okay. Um... I'm going to quickly read out all the questions again. Yep. But you you think about it while you're doing that. Okay. Okay. Question one. In one episode of this TV series, an annoying insect puts production on halt. Number two. This TV show was centered around one character. Number three. Characters in this TV show frequently ended relationships over mundane things such as not tasting a pie because they had the same name as a serial killer, eating peas one at a time, Question four, this show's 22 Emmy nominations in 2009 is a record for the most nominations a comedy show ever received in a single year. Question number five, Seth Green was once uh, was one of the head writers for this to- stop-motion animation TV series. Question six, The Upside is an adaption to which original film? Question seven, Matt Damon was cast in what movie for being an unknown actor with an all-American look? Number eight, Megasaki is the city in which film? Number nine, what movie is based around the Canadian caper? And question 10, what is the connection to all these questions? Yep, okay. So I have answers for most of them, but... Mm -hmm. Would it be interesting to say what I think the connection is at the end or say what I think the connection is and then explain why I think the answer is that? Maybe we should do it that way. Yeah, because yeah. Okay. in the because this is what I've done a little bit differently from the podcast. I say they actually give you kind of the um the the topic. Yeah. And then but I thought it might be more fun if I uh make the topic a secret till the end. Right. So so normally they'd just go through the answers, but yeah, t- let's let's mix it up. You tell me what you think maybe the connection is. Is the connection the actor Brian Cranston? Correct. Okay. Yeah. You have the correct the connection, yep. okay. and I think for that I'm going to give you two points. I okay, feel like if you correct. got listeners, if you got the connection at home, you could get two points. <laughs> okay. So everything and, else and is one point. Here's my thinking. It actually made me change some answers. 
Okay. Uh, it also affirmed other answers. So uh, the episode based around an insect, the f- question number one, yep. uh, I believe is the episode Fly from Breaking Bad. From Breaking Bad, that is correct. Yep. Starring, starring Brian Cranston. Starring now, Cranston. the problem with uh, question two, mm-hmm. this is... this. So... <laughs> This is the one can, that I was going to get back to. He didn't get the connection yeah. right. Can you phrase well, it was, again? Yeah, yeah. This one I was just doing play on words. Yeah. Which is this TV show was centered around yeah, one good. character. Yeah. The word centered is what I was looking for there. So, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, essentially, because I was like, my original answer I put, well, there's a TV show called Last Man on Earth, which is yeah. <laughs> about one character. <laughs> but the word center makes me think it's Malcolm in the Middle. Correct, Malcolm in the Middle, yeah. yeah. I That one was a bit dodgy because it's the only one that's not like a yeah. literal yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's being a bit like... Yes. Fly. But that's why I thought if you got Brian Cranston, then you might get that, which yeah. you did. So, which I did. Yeah. I changed my answer, yep. Uh, question number three was about the sitcom where people break up because of uh, you know trivial things. Uh, I already mm-hmm. already written Seinfeld, but that made yep. me feel better knowing that Brian Cranston used to guest star in Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. He gets stars as a dentist, I yeah. believe, in Seinfeld. Yes. Uh, he's number four. The, he's in it for the jokes or something, isn't he? What's the, what's uh, the premise of that? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it is something stupid like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Uh, so, question number four. This show's 22 Emmy nominations in 2009 is a record for the yeah. most nominations a comedy show ever received in a single year. You weren't sure about this one. Yeah. So, um, I, I can think of shows that do very well with awards. And the thing is, like, it could have been Malcolm in the Middle. That ended around that time, but I don't think it was. I just can't remember. I remember 30 Rock being a really popular show with awards, and I cannot remember whether Brian Cranston ever appeared in it. Mm-hmm. So I went with 30 Rock, unsure of whether or not that is correct. You're correct. Yes. Okay. Eddie Rock. Right. Yes. He so, actually stars as like, uh, I think it's like his step, uh, the stepdad of, um, of, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kenneth. Oh, he's right. Like, okay. At right. one point, his mum is dating yeah. somebody and it's yeah. Brian Cranston. It's okay. like a really small thing. Cause yeah. I had to put some small ones in there that made you uncertain uh-huh. about what the top. Well, I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad I got that. Yeah. Uh, in that question number five, Seth Green was one of the head writers for this stop motion animation TV series. Yep. So that's Robot Chicken. I'm assuming Brian Cranston mm-hmm. has done voices for it before. He's just done some voices. Yeah. Do you know what was amazing? Actually, I went through a bunch of different people that I thought um, I could I could make the central sort of actor or actress on. And so many. In fact, I think almost every person I search had done a voice in Robot Chicken. Robot Chicken I did, is, I did had a like, pretty prolific voice cast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, the first person I did was Alison Hannigan, mm-hmm. um, and she's done some. Yep. Then I did Michelle Trachenberg. These were Buffy characters, by the way, is how it started. Uh, and even she's done some, which is like, you know, she's a sort of obscure person. Mm. And then... Well, see, I, that, that'll make sense because Seth Green was in Buffy, so it makes sense that he's friends with all of them and they've come in and done voices for his show. Yeah, yeah. The, See, that, that makes sense but more to me. I, like, I'm trying to work out what the connection between Seth Green and Brian Cranston is. Yeah, yeah. We need a we need to do the you know Kevin Bacon yeah, degrees, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a robot chicken. Six degrees yeah. of robot chicken. Exactly. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so many, I even searched other like sort of more random people and I was like, how, like, how the F did they just get these random people on there? I think maybe even Keanu Reeves or something was on there at one point, possibly. Anyway, um, uh, the episode, uh, number, question number six, the, the upside is an adaption to which original film? Uh, the Upside, starring Brian Cranston, is a Cranston. is an American remake of Le Intouchable or The Intouchables. Uh, the Intouchables, yeah, that is correct. I, I had a fee- I figured that you would get that one. Uh, the question number seven. Yep. Uh, now you weren't sure about this one, but mm-hmm. Matt Damon was cast in what movie for being an unknown actor with an all-American look? So this one, I got. This is the last one I worked out. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I was trying to think of it and. To me, like, I'm thinking, like, when Matt Damon was unknown, he became known after Goodwill Hunting. And originally, that, that was the answer I originally had. But I was like, yeah. but that doesn't make sense because he wrote that film. So he, like, he wrote it for him. It would not make sense for someone to be like, oh, you work because right. of this. Because he's like, no, no, I wrote it for me. But then I remembered, I went through my brain, my little IMDb up in my head. <laughs> yeah. And if I remember correctly, is Brian Cranston in... Saving Private Ryan. Brian Cranston is in Saving Private Ryan. Yes. Because <laughs> here's yeah. the thing. I, I was getting confused because I know for a fact that Ted Danson is in Saving Private Ryan. Right. And part of me is like, yep. am I just confusing the two sitcom guys from the 90s? <laughs> with yeah. like, am I just thinking of Ted Danson and I've just been like, oh, and Brian Cranston. But he is in it. Yep. Yep. Oh, good. Um, yeah, he, he's in it. Uh, and that was correct. And so James Cameron. Wait, is that right? Yeah. James Cameron. James, Did you say Private Ryan? No, oh, no, wait. there was a Ste- Steven, other, uh, Steven Spielberg. Uh, you know, it was one of them. It had to be one of them. <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Uh, he, so he did. He said he, he cast Matt mm-hmm. Damon because he wanted an unknown actor with an all-American look. Yeah. Now, he is the, the titular casting, Private Ryan. The, well, the casting for Saving Private Ryan happened before the release yep. of Goodwill Hunting. Yep. So Matt Damon wasn't known at that point. Yeah. And well, then... That the, movie came out and everybody, he came like this overnight sensation. I believe so- that they're both 1998, but uh, St. Pat Ryan had a notoriously long production. So I can completely believe he filmed it. Yeah. That was being <laughs> post-production, whatever. And then he made yeah. Good Will Hunting and it came out first. That, that, well, that they, they actually luck. said that uh, I read something else that was like uh, Robin Williams, I think, Spoke to Steven Spielberg to to ha- say, "Hey, this is this kid, Matt Damon, is really good." Oh, right. So Robin Williams actually got him the job. So they wow. must have already started filming yeah. that, even. Uh, yeah, which okay. Is, yeah, interesting. Oh, anyway, cool. uh, number eight. Yeah, this might be another one that you got because of you, it because is. you ended up getting the connection. It Megasaki is the city in which film? I'm going to hazard a guess at Godzilla. Oh. Incorrect, oh, I got gotcha. ya. Yeah. I got gotcha. ya. Um, because um, my first thought was Godzilla when I said it, but I'm like, I don't know enough about Godzilla to know. And then mm-hmm. when I worked out the connection, knowing he yep. was in the Godzilla remake, but it's not true. Mm-hmm. No, do you want to have another guess? See if you can um, have another guess. I it's, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. Yeah. Uh, was it movie or TV show? Movie, wasn't it? Mm, movie. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, because my my other connection was going to be that Brian Cranston did voices in the original Power Rangers, and it does sound like something that might be in Power <laughs> right. Rangers. Right, it does. That does too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> both both your answers have been really great. Uh, but you're going to kick yourself, Cambo. It was Isle of Dogs. Oh, of course. Yeah, he did a voice. The Wes yeah. Anderson stop yeah. motion animation. Uh, he was yeah voiced yeah. one of the yeah. dogs. Yeah, partly in Japan makes sense. Yeah, that's right. Yep. <clears throat> Uh, I had to check that Megasaki wasn't a city in Japan <laughs> because I was like, maybe I'm, I'm doing this incorrectly. Funnily enough, it is a place, but it's not a city. Right. Because I was like, what if there's another film that's also set in Megasaki? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, question number nine. Uh, what movie is based around the Canadian caper? Uh, Again, you're struggling with this, but I yep. imagine you got it because I did. of Brian uh, Cranston. Yes, uh, I'm going to say it's the movie Argo. Correct. Yeah, the Canadian caper rescue yeah. is actually yes. what they call it. Uh, yeah. Was uh, the movie Argo? Uh, you did pretty well. You got one wrong, uh, so you get a point mm-hmm. for everyone that you got right, plus two points for the ten, but then ni- minus seventy points yeah. for any questions that you got wrong. I shouldn't have got so, that one wrong. That's the problem, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> Don't get it wrong, Cambo. I would have accepted a non-answer, like if you just skipped it. Ah, no. (laughs) I got too confident with my theme. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Um, I I do genuinely want to know how the listeners went as well. Yeah, yeah. Listeners, how'd you go? Uh, I also think, yeah, trivia with buds. Like they had uh, one theme was, um, so they tell you the theme at the start. Um, But I thought that'd be, honestly, the only reason why I changed it for you, because I was like, you will get these too easily right. if I, you know, if I give you Brian Cranston from the start. I thought you would get bloody Isle of Dogs. Except Isle of Dogs, but I thought, yeah, because you know, you you would have struggled with yeah. Argo and yeah. Isle of Dogs, and even potentially Saving Private Ryan or something. So yeah. Anyway, um, the and even the Malcolm in the Middle one probably <laughs> that either. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I definitely wouldn't have got that. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, uh, Trivia with Buds, they, they do one where uh, they, they tell you, like, it, it's all, all the answers end in, like, ED or something like that. They had one that was, like, uh, mysterious characters, so characters in TV shows that you don't actually see, yep. like uh, Wilson from Home Improvement, you mm-hmm. know, is one of, like, a mysterious character. But they had, I was going to steal, rip it off completely, but they had really obscure old TV show references. <laughs> right. I was like, Home Improvement was, like, one of the more newer ones that they reference like, they had the, to come did up they with have the, the smoking man from the x-files uh, e, no, uh i'm not sure no i don't think so mm. no, they said one of them was like the the neighbor in friends tv show friends maybe i, yeah, I did i'd never and, watched friends so i don't know yeah and but it, he's just known as like the crazy bald ugly man or something oh like yeah he like lives across yeah 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 i do vaguely know that <laughs> yeah yeah Anyway, uh, so check that out if you want. Uh, but now it's time for the Ask Me Anything, where listeners of the show, just like you, listener, can write in and ask us anything you want. Yeah, go on here from Jeremy. He says, hello, gentlemen. I would like to claim the status for the straight correspondent. I watch sports and know all about bobs and virgin. Do you also eat wings and watch porn all day? Your Chicago and straight correspondent, Jeremy. Okay, but I don't 
I don't think it's happened in the show yet, but I don't think we've had anyone that's uh, overqualified to be a correspondent. <laughs> he Cause... does. He does sound bloody straight, doesn't he? So that's such a straight <laughs> thing to do, you yeah. know. Even I'm it, a little bit gay. I couldn't. I'm not this straight. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's also a very straight person thing to do to be like, what about straight people? You know, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. as if it was an underrepresented thing in the in the first place. <laughs> Uh, I but mean, yeah, go go nuts, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jeremy, you can. I I imagine he says, uh, "Do you also eat wings and watch porn all day?" I'm assuming yeah. he means lesbian porn because obviously, if you don't watch, if you watch straight porn, you're a little bit gay. You have to watch lesbian <laughs> porn if you're a completely straight person. <laughs> certainly, <laughs> right? Okay, <laughs> I'm cheating. Yeah, okay, just yeah, okay. Yeah, it's confusing logic, Camber, so, but it's sound. It so makes sense. But you're you're working under the assumption that if you even see a dick. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You can't be you can't be the straight correspondent. Is all, uh, all I'm <laughs> okay. saying. Okay. That okay. Not sorry. Not to say that you can't be straight. Yeah. But if you're being the straight correspondent, yeah. Uh, and Jeremy, presumably male. Yeah. Can only watch. The, the thing is, important. Jeremy does need to account for. He will also be our correspondent for straight women. So if we do have questions about straight oh, women I didn't which, think about this which, which I think yeah. will be more common because us being straight men ourselves we probably know the answer to most of those we will mainly yep. be asking you questions about straight women that we want to mm-hmm. know yeah 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 but uh, he did say that he knows all about bobs and vagines so yeah 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 that's uh, <laughs> I think we're in safe hands is we're all I want to say um, like a f- firm pair of bobs in a pair of safe hands <laughs> Um, so the question is, do we eat wings and watch porn all day? Um, I, I'm I curious, are you, are you eating wings and watching porn at the same time? Or is it a one after the other situation? Because one, straight men famously can't multitask. So I think yeah. that you'd be having problems there. But two, Funnily enough, yeah, okay. The wings are a messy thing. <laughs> I mean, well, here's, here's what I was going to say. Yeah. Is they one activity makes the other ta- activity messier. Yeah. It doesn't actually matter in which order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You're getting messier from one activity to the next, yeah. regardless in which, in which way you do it. Uh, but um, yeah, honest answer, there's a time and a place for both eating wings and watching porn. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I don't think we do it all day, but yeah, certainly. Yeah. We'll indulge I'm, once in a while in some wings and then separately in some porn. Never together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sometimes I will indulge in wings and prawn. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they go yeah. quite well together. Yeah. Uh, and some, sometimes I'll I'll sing while watching porn. So yeah. <laughs> you know, it's we're, we're close on so each close. of us. So close. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just imagined you singing and watching yeah. porn. <laughs> what are you singing? Baby, you're a firework. You know, oh, I, okay. It's, it's very empowering. complimentary. It's empowering. Because <laughs> I, 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 I like the empowering nature of Katy Perry and I do worry for the women of the porn industry. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. by melding the two, I can kind of imagine this world where they have more agency than perhaps sometimes they do. Yeah, mm-hmm, true. It's empowering uh, in a way, also, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very empowering. <laughs> yeah. Good work. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, uh, this next one is from May. Hello, my name is May. Long time fan from Poland. That's new. I don't remember a, a Polish person writing in. 
I've always thought your guys' podcast had hundreds of thousands of viewers. <laughs> and I thought this for the past year and a half until recently I went on YouTube. I was in shock. <laughs> my question is, how much time goes into each podcast? Uh, I would like to start my own. Just seems like a lot of work. Thanks. Love. May from Poland. Also, Cambo is the best IMO, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, which is no, funny because... Uh, May is the worst, in my opinion. <laughs> so, no, so, me, me and, uh, May, May so, and I, we have a mutual respect for each other, you see. Right, yeah, yeah. So it's I prefer funny. May over you, Nelson, to be honest. Yeah, well, that's, that's fine. You know, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, independent of this, I thought May was the worst, <laughs> you know? Like, this had nothing to do with what she said. I just yeah. think May's the worst. <laughs> I, I, I will say this in slight defense of our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do much better on Spotify and Apple podcasts than we ever do on YouTube. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, YouTube is <laughs> it's not an auto publisher to go by. Yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah, wavelengths. Yeah. It's sometimes not the best format I to forget. To. I sometimes I forget that we're on YouTube because yeah. from what from what I understand, we use a service called Podbean. And it just, as a thing being like, oh, we can also put this on YouTube if you want. And we just ticked it, I think. Yeah, yeah. Ticked the yeah. box. Yeah, said, yeah. Okie dokie. <laughs> um, and, uh, but, but it will come as a surprise occasionally when we get uh, um, an email to our inbox. That's like, somebody's left a comment on your <laughs> YouTube video. I'm like, oh yeah, that's still, yeah, yeah. That still exists. <laughs> yeah, why? Still Why'd on. they do that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah. We uh, actually get most of our listeners through Spotify, I believe. It's a, it's like a fair yeah, chunk. I think, so. I think it's like forty to forty five percent of all our listeners are through Spotify, which is yep. annoying because they can't leave reviews or ratings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very annoying. Actually, I think that's exactly why we're we're higher up on Spotify because they can't leave reviews or ratings. Again, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we skip um, that whole rating process. Yeah. Um, uh, how much? How much time and effort goes? Can into the I also podcast? just say, just for clarity, that yeah. doesn't mean we have hundreds of thousands of viewers. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. That that's a good point. Um, yeah. How much time and effort goes into the podcast? Is the answer in all honesty is as little as we can, <laughs> so, as little as humanly possible. Early days, it took a lot longer to make this show than it does now. We've set it up in such a fashion. And I think we've talked about this before that we can press this big red record button and start yep. all of the mm-hmm. sound effects and stuff are already on the pad, ready to go. We don't edit throughout the show and then we stop recording and then we upload that file. So yep. it, honestly, it takes us about as long as the episode is to record it and maybe mm-hmm. 10 minutes of upload. Yeah, that's right. Uh, there is more time. I put it in a little bit more time. Oh, you do too. For podnapping, obviously, yep. that can take that can take anywhere from like ten minutes to like. I mean, me putting together all these questions because I I came up with original questions for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably took me like an hour yeah. to do podnapping. And then, and you know, sometimes we've done more elaborate ones. Sometimes we've done yeah. the ones that were like, took us probably 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, gone on, a, I've <laughs> gone on a website and read <laughs> off the page. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, like but, we've done, we've done the one where we wrote songs to, uh, to each other, insulting each other. Um, and yeah. that, that one took quite a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And then on top of that, I do obviously the show notes, but even that, I mean, I'm normally browsing through Reddit, uh, 
like during the week. So if I see one that I think we can talk about, I'll save it. So I, I feel like I shouldn't include that time of like, you know, that's part of the podcast because really it's it's not. But um, then uh, then if I don't have enough at the time that I do the the show notes, yeah. Honestly, sometimes like I reckon maybe the longest I've spent on show notes is probably like five hours, something insane like wow. that, because. I just absolutely can't find something that we can talk about or all the uploaded things are things we've already spoken about. Yeah. Um, that's like pretty rare, but it, it has taken that long before. I'd say otherwise it's maybe like even like an hour. It could still sometimes take a little while um, to do, but yeah. So, so an hour of let's say pre-show uh, work, um, Plus, let's whack on like twenty minutes for pod napping, mm-hmm. and then ignoring the rec- the actual recording and us speaking, but just the 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 sort the of work around it, time yeah. that is only honestly like an extra ten minutes max yeah. <laughs> on each end of you know the recording of the podcast. So, yeah. but yeah, I would it's say only like you, an hour and a half. If you're thinking of starting a podcast, then like you absolutely should. There's no reason to not do it uh, and just find the kind of podcast that is the amount of effort you're willing to put in because mm. I mean um, I, you know I love a shameless plug Nelson so like the difference <laughs> yeah. between uh, this show which takes you know like I think we said like you know, a few hours maybe with all things included including recording uh, compared to like Cancel Movie Report takes several weeks and weeks to put together um, mm. shout out uh, Star Wars Episode 9 this week Oh, that's a pretty good one. Uh, so we um, that one takes a lot longer and that is not something I'd want to do week to week, whereas this one is yeah. very low main, so I'm happy to do it week to week. So just you don't need the fancy equipment like we have. We've slowly upgraded our equipment over the years, but you, know, you just need a yeah. cheap USB mic and an idea and you're good to go. I do think in general, while you don't have to do this in your first episodes, but something that we don't really do th- that I genuinely think is good advice for podcasts is that you should edit though. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. I, know we, I know we don't, but I think my advice would be to anyone starting one is to edit and yep. and actually get it running a bit smoother. I think just because from the start we were just sort of bit loose with it, we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just keep this going forever. Yeah, um, and it fits, I guess, the genre of what we're doing and whatnot. Yeah. So, but yeah, but I, I would general, also say editing. It, if there's a if there's a key to why this show has run as long as it has without us burning out, is because one we steal other people's work from Reddit, so that that's very handy. Uh, but two is we have a very specific format that we stick to. So if things are at a lull, we just go to the next thing. Like the yeah. format of our show really helps us keep moving as well. So yeah. as long as you've got a that's good true. format, a little bit of time to edit, you'll you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. We'll be subscribers. We aren't Camper. I hate May. I can't stress this enough. May is my mortal enemy. And if she did a podcast, I'll rate it one star at, without even listening to one second of it. Um, well, me, me and May are tight, so I don't know what to tell you. This is very awkward. You're going to do the podcast with that. Um, but uh, that's it. So thank you for writing in May and Jeremy. If you would mm-hmm. like to write into us, you can do so. Reddit podcast, R-E-A-D-I-T podcast, gmail.com. You can also reach us at Facebook, Twitter, and our subreddit. They're all R-E-A-D-I-T podcast. Uh, I should just remind people that, because uh, we actually got a, a duplicate email from uh, Adriel, who, who we did last week. <laughs> 
just want to remind people we're getting your emails we yeah. just only do two per episode <laughs> so lately and, we've uh, only been doing one per episode so that's really you, slow things down that's true there, there has been an episode where we've done that so uh yeah just uh just we're, we're getting them. we're getting to them we're getting to them <laughs> um we, we honestly don't have heaps in the pipeline but it just no. might not be as fast as you'd yeah. like yeah, yeah. a response rate to be <laughs> from you know a normal podcast yeah uh but that's it so thanks for listening and we will read you later <laughs>